Welcome back to our fourth episode of If Water Coolers Could Talk, a podcast about fun or terrifying workplace stories. And my name is Jesse, and my co-host here is my sister-in-law, Danielle. How are you, Danielle? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, could be a little better, but overall good. <laughs> Why do you say that? I mean, work was good. Work was busy. Um, and sometimes we record our show a little early to make sure we can release it on time. So today is actually my first wedding anniversary with Carlos. And Very he's exciting. not here. <laughs> so I'm not happy about it. He'll be here in a couple days, but that's just how his work rotation was. But I'm a little, you know, I'm not cheesed at him. I'm just cheesed in general. <laughs> kind of sucks. I understand completely. Except usually it was me on the rotating side. So I oh, was the one true. away for everything. So I got the other side of the perspective and it sucks just. It probably kind of sucks worse because probably. he's up there with just coworkers and maybe some of them are kind of friends. At least you're surrounded by everybody who loves you. So yeah, that's true. And I'm going to go have lunch with dad and Rosie, which uh, Rosie is our stepmom, which doesn't, yeah. the name doesn't even fit her. She's been in my life since elementary school. So parents yeah so they're taking amazing. me out to lunch just so i feel special <laughs> well you are special so i'm glad they're there to do that for you and i told carlos i said well i thought to wait for you but then we didn't so <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it is well you know what that's how it goes when you have this kind of a job you have to expect to miss things i missed a lot and yeah. it sucks but it got us to a good place, and that's really what he has to focus on is the end goal. Hey, I am. <laughs> I guess. I'm trying. I know. I know it's hard. I still wish. So phase two out here should hopefully be announced soon, and if it is, I'm still hoping to get you guys out here. I know it's oh, like boy. a pipe dream, but... <laughs> It's it's my hope. I would love to have you guys out here. It's I just feel like if we get you out here, then your dad and Rosie will follow, and then <laughs> I'll have my family back. I think the the biggest hang up is I have these things called kids that I know. don't want to move, and I mean they're with their dad half the time. Well, Amber Moore. She's 18. She can do as she pleases. But um, yeah, it's a bit of a hang up. I like seeing them, being around them. It's weird. I know. But, uh, you know, uh, I love I them. Know. <laughs> well, but, it's fair. You have some really great kids. So, However, I feel like I should be there for New Year's because he's saying he's not going to be home for New Year's. And I'm really not okay <sighs> with that. And we have hung out on New Year's many occasions. So I got to look at the schedules. Basically every year. That would be amazing. And then we could do a live actual like in the room together podcast. Yeah, I think that would be fun. It would be fun for us, but I, I would kind of have to apologize to the listeners because when we get together, we laugh a lot more. That's exactly what <clears throat> I was thinking. <laughs> right? Well, we can see each other's faces. We lose all composure because yeah. it's it's fantastic for us. We might not actually release that show. Well, 
We'll see if it happens. My friend Tannis <laughs> was like, hey, my mom and I are going to Mexico. I mean, you could sneak in the suitcase. I'm like, oh, that does sound good, but... That's an amazing If author. I went to Mexico without Carlos, and he hasn't been in years to see his family, I think there would be a trouble, trouble brewing, so... Uh, yeah, that's we'll see. that would be rough. However, if you you know you couldn't help it. I mean, he's working. I know. We can spin I can, this. We can can't spin this. Be alone. I mean, exactly. I better see if I better see if Christians with me or if Amber's come <laughs> before uh, before <laughs> we make these beautiful plans. Anyway, so anything in your week this week? Anything fun? Exciting? Oh, this week was just a write-off. There's a really bad cold going around work, mm. and it's the time of year where I'm allergic to everything. Like, I'm surrounded by trees, and I'm allergic to trees, so I always <laughs> sound like I have a cold, and I apologize for that. I try really hard to keep the coughing and the sniffling down from the microphone, but I know it gets through. Um, but this week, with the cold on top of the allergies, I came home from work on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Fell asleep on the couch, and I didn't really wake up until yesterday. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah, it was it was a brutal cold. It almost like it wasn't COVID. It was not COVID, but the level of tired that came along with that cold was the yeah. same level of tired that I got when I had COVID. So it was it was nasty. There are nasty strains cold. out. Like we think, Christian and I think we may have had a touch of that right when he went back to school because that's what people at his school had but oh, uh, no. and a friend of mine angie she's the one who did her beautiful artwork she and yes. her family were sick 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 i wasn't too bad and christian wasn't too bad so i don't know if we had that or the fact we've had it before well that doesn't really matter but anyway we're fine no. now that's i get the good. occasional sniff because i think i actually am allergic <clears throat> to cats and i have three <laughs> Okay, truth be told, I am allergic to cats a little tiny bit as well, but uh, not enough to get rid of my two babies and not enough to not continue to get more. So <laughs> I don't know if Dave's blocking that. But... <laughs> a little bit. Oh, oh, do you know what today actually is? Besides being all about me and my anniversary? <laughs> it's National Pug Day. I got married oh, yeah. on National Pug Day, and you know, anyone who knows me knows I'm a little bit crazy about pugs, particularly my little white baby Jasper. So, yes. you know, I think yeah. he wanted a shout out, <laughs> a little bob off. He definitely did. You're you're gonna have to put his picture up online now. Okay, make sure everybody knows little Jasper. Yes, he's so the. Cute. Yes, although Bean is giving him a run for the most neurotic pet in the family title, so oh we'll see. Gosh. We'll see who wins that one out. That's the real reason we don't have another kitten, because yeah. Bean does not handle change, and she does not handle other pets. And you know the white cat that comes around and Tom Cat. Yes, we call him Tom because you know he's adorable anyway we he comes up to the door all the time and we pet him and we've let maggie meet him and we were gonna let bean meet him but she is not interested she'll be halfway <laughs> across the room and she'll start hissing as soon as she sees him nearby she's like so, that's a nope from me guys you know better oh yeah it's it's a hard pass and then if uh if i don't immediately wash 
my hands and try to get as much of the smell of him off of me as I can. She'll come over, sniff me, give me this like half offended, half injured look. And then she'll go, <laughs> she'll sit on the other side of the room and she'll look at me and she'll stare at me until I look at her and I'll look over at her and she'll turn her head. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? She, the attitude that we get from this girl. So yeah, we yeah, don't have, sassy. we're not getting another kitten. She no. is. <clears throat> she is the kitten of the house. Oh yeah. That is, Maggie's that the is queen, certain. but she is the princessa. <laughs> That's correct. She's never tried to challenge Maggie as the first cat because Maggie kind of raised her. So yeah. we did get Bean a little bit too young, so she didn't understand things. And Maggie, Maggie was teaching her totter water, thankfully, because we were having to mix milk and water together because mm. Bean didn't understand what water was when we first got her. Mm. Um, and Maggie basically just raised her, taught her how to play, taught her everything. So Bean accepts Maggie because Maggie's like almost a mother figure for her. Yeah. And that's it. So it's it's Dave and myself, Maggie, and nobody else is allowed in her house in her family. Oh, I know. I'm aware. I know. <laughs> hey, she got used to you really quick. She was actually sitting in the same room as you. She did come out on um, like the last day or so when we were visiting, and I was Maybe? feeling quite honored that Bean was gracing me with her presence. As well you should. She does not do that for anybody else. No. She did however stock so dave has a work friend come over a really nice guy i love this family like we have a family of brothers um one of them is a son so we have we have uh the father the brother and then the son slash nephew um so uncle is coming over tonight nephew might be coming with him but uncle comes over sometimes because dave and him are both into modeling and stuff yeah and uh so bean runs obviously well, last time he came over and they went downstairs, Bean, as soon as she heard him on the stairs, poked her head out of the bedroom. Mm. And then she came down the stairs to to look down the stairs to the basement yeah. to to kind of watch him. So I'm like, I think she really likes him because she she hid, but she didn't stay hidden. Yeah. And then while he was there, because, you know, the house, it's all hardwood, everything echoes. Yeah. So everything that they're doing in the basement, we can hear like they're in the same room as us. And so she sat there, though, being able to hear him. She sat there at the top of the stairs. And then as soon as we heard him coming near the stairs, of course, she skittered into the bedroom. <laughs> but she sat there. It didn't Baby just steps. hide. Baby steps. So I think she really likes uncle. So we'll That's see. That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm like, she might be coming around to liking another human. I like it. So I like but it I too. Like but if if you come for New Year's, you know, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, of course I mean, we have a we have a rug waiting for you as well. So Oh God, not that thing. <laughs> Put it away. Uh, they know I, I don't will. like Pennywise. I do not like Pennywise. He's creepy. And they <laughs> bought this thing for when Carlos and I came out last March and it was just waiting for me hiding <laughs> under the bed. I think it was just hor I, I, I don't know. I think I tucked it away while I was there. I'm like, forget it. So I, but I know it's still there. It's well, creepy yeah. as heck. He's lurking. Oh, is he ever, he's lurking down there. Well, he he's likes it down, down there. there. He flirts. 
okay, okay, okay. We have, I'm moving along. <laughs> we have, uh, gosh, five stories today. Some of them are kind of short and sweet. Well, I don't know about sweet, but um, <laughs> actually some are a little cute at the end. So um, I like to call this our double Ray episode because we have one, her name is Ray. And she is a great person. And thank you for sending it in. And one, one is dad. So <laughs> you'll know. And we have another friend who's remaining anonymous and went in and a few from message board. So I think we've got some good ones for you guys today. So we'll have Daniel start with a story, I believe, from our friend Ray. Yes. So this one was sent in by friend Ray. She says, I worked for a devout Christian, and he was a lovely person, a very kind, caring employer. One day we were sharing our beliefs, and he was explaining to me that after God created Adam, he took a rib from Adam to create Eve. I was taken aback by this, and I said, so women aren't whole people? Needless to say, we agreed to disagree on this. And <laughs> I all bet. Our- right? Although our beliefs differed, we remained kind and respectful of those differences until many months later. I screwed up on some important paperwork, something I rarely did, but hey, I was off my game. He was very upset, and rightfully so, but it was the first time I saw this side of him. In in his frustration, he said, I can't believe you made such a stupid mistake. I looked him square in the eye, shrugged my shoulders, and calmly replied, well, what, what do I know? I'm just a rib. <laughs> At that moment... <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah. At that moment, I thought I was fired, but no, he called me a smartass, and we shared a good laugh. I worked for him for many years after that, and he's still a good friend to this day. That is awesome. She's so witty. She's so witty. You <laughs> I know, love it. I always, I always wish in the moment that I had those. Co- it's always like right five weeks later when I was like, I should have said that. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. And uh, yeah, that's... that's some quick wit. Yes. Yeah, it can be a, a hot topic, you know, talking about stuff like that. So I'm glad that they were able to just have some fun with it in the end (laughs) yes definitely because religion is a difficult one um and it's it's hard to remain respectful for some people so like i i I love seeing when you can agree to disagree and just move on it's so rare that that happens without one person getting kind of like catty and bitter about it at least I, in my experience. I always try to avoid talking religion and politics. I just don't. It's, Absolutely. I, I do my best to avoid it because some somebody's not going to agree on something and I just, I don't yep. want to deal, deal with it. And there's so. going to be a fight. Every yep. time there's going to be a fight. I, and so, I fights. <laughs> right? I do not like that. So it's, yeah, can't, no, can't do it. So we have, this one is from an an, an anonymous, if I can talk today. So I will go ahead and start that. It's titled, okay, the unwelcome coworker. And they say, warning, maybe don't eat while reading this. So at least finally, (laughs) somebody had the thought to say that because we've had some gross stories. So we'll see how this one turns out. Okay, so I was at 
at work one day and it was time to grab a quick bite for lunch, which I rarely have time to take. I went to the staff area where we have a kitchen area, storage and a washroom, which happens to be on the lower floor of the office building. I popped my food into the microwave and went to the washroom while it heated up, did my business, washed up, grabbed my food and headed back up to my office to eat. Suddenly, I had this weird itch on my leg. But since I was eating and I didn't have much time for a break, I just scratched it inattentively. After a few annoying episodes of the itchiness that I continued the scratch, I felt a lump that felt like a small piece of plastic under the upper right leg of my pants. Glancing down, I noticed that my beige dress pants had a strange pale orangish black blotch on the leg where I'd been itchy. I know I had not spilled any food as I was being super careful that day, knowing I had important meetings in the afternoon. So I finished eating and I went to wash up and decided to investigate the weird bump and the stain on the leg of my pants. Good Lord. When I looked inside my pant leg, I found pieces and juices of a dead squish box elder bug. Oh, oh no. Oh yeah. Each autumn, these awful little demons do tend to creep indoors and the city where my work is located had a particularly large population of them this year. The office had hired pest control to come the following day, but for me, it was a day too late. I was horrified. Somehow the creepy elder bug must have crawled up my pant leg while I was in the lower level in the staff washroom. I'd scratched a nasty critter to death until it was in pieces under my pant leg. So gross. This is like a worse nightmare. What is worse? And yes, the mental image gets worse. Is that the next day after pest control had been in, a co-worker and I were reliving the horror of the bug in my pants from the previous day. <laughs> and I jokingly said, what if elder bugs actually dive bomb me from the ceiling? We went down to look at the ceiling in the staff washroom and sure enough, there was still a living population of them up there. The little beast had jumped off the ceiling and fell into my pant leg while I'd used the washroom. Ugh. that is oh. <laughs> sorry that was oh. no i am grateful that the pest control came and evicted those nasty and welcome uninvited co-workers but i have zero mm. intention of venturing to that washroom or staff area for a very long time no wow okay no. um yeah that's so that's what the itching was was the bug biting this person's leg that is nightmarish right there that's uh no the only thing that would have made it worse of it is it was an actual spider bugs are creepy spiders over the top no 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 yeah no i could not have handled that i would have had to quit my job i mean like i love my job i love my coworkers, but there was a spider in my pants so i'm out that's um yeah i would have so much anxiety so much paranoia i'm i would never use that washroom again no no I don't think I'd be able to go down there again to sit nope. and eat or anything. So nope. I don't care if it's 40 below outside. I am eating outside. I'm not going to that <laughs> staff room. I'm not yeah. using that washroom again. No. Nope. Um, hopefully they have a washroom 
upstairs, which I'm sure they do because that's hopefully. Oh. Otherwise, adult diapers. Here we go. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> wow. No, that's I. I am not okay with creepy crawlies, but you're right. No, nope. if it was a spider. But the the thought of it biting. Oh. Mm-hmm. The thought mm -hmm. of it being in your clothes. That's what freaks me out. It's inside your clothes. That's too much. Even if it ran up, that's bad enough. But to think when she, she or he, I guess, stood up and that it dropped from the top of the pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be freaking out. I'd be like checking my hair, checking my shirt. It would be. Yep. I'd be done. I'd be out the door that day. Oh, yeah. I would have to go home and shower and probably throw the clothes away. Important yeah. meeting or not, everybody's going to understand that you just had a big bug in your clothes and you need to go. You need to go take care of yourself. Disgusting. Just yes. Oh, okay. I think we need a power <clears throat> cleanse from that one. Yeah, that one's pretty horrifying. So we're going to move on to this one that we found. It was an online message board posted anonymously. So it says, I go to the bank one day and the armored car guy has blocked all of the disabled parking spots. It's winter, <laughs> it's icy, and I'm on crutches after leg surgery. As I'm driving past, feeling annoyed, I see the driver actually getting out of the vehicle. So I say, excuse me, you're parked diagonally over three disabled parking spots. Do you mind moving so that I, before I can finish speaking, he flips me the one-fingered salute. Oh, classy. Right? It takes me a while to process that he actually just did that, but then I take a picture of him in his truck, and from my phone, I email the armored car company after I have parked, of course. I get a call the next morning from an unknown number. Caller, hi, this is company. Is this my name? Me, I am. Caller, hi, we're calling to let you know that we fired the driver at the end of his shift yesterday. That was the third complaint about him specifically doing that. Me, oh wow. Caller, we didn't want him representing our company or our vehicles like that. Thanks for making us aware. The next week, I was at the bank again. The same car was there, this time parked properly. Oh, wow. That's a good story. That is a really I've good story. Seen, I have seen that. Like the armored car up here actually parks diagonally across. Now, fortunately, the way this mall is set up, it's not blocking the handicap stalls. But he parks diagonally. He takes up three spaces. Uh, to go right up against the bank. And I get it's a safety thing on the one hand, but then they, they come out of the back of the truck. So why wouldn't they just reverse in? Mm -hmm. You know, if that you're coming sense. out, right, you're coming out the back anyway, why wouldn't you just reverse in? Yeah. So it's nice to know. see a company that actually listened and did something yeah. about it. Cause most of the time it feels like it's, you know, you don't get any resolution from things like this. So it's nice to see yeah. a company taking it seriously for once. Absolutely. That's, that's good. I mean, well, again, I don't advocate people losing their jobs, but if that's the way you're going to treat people because they're asking you to move because they need the handicapped spot that you're illegally parked over and you're going to flip them off for it. Like any sort of, you know, Hey, sorry, 
company policy can't move. I have to do like anything, any sort of proper Mm -hmm. communication. Don't just flip them off and walk away. That is inappropriate. Especially talking down to somebody who's physically disabled. Now this person, it was post-surgery, but I've known people who had leg surgery or knee surgery. It's a big deal. But what if it had been, you know, a little old lady and she really needed those spots, you know, and and they need the space beside because, you know, you've, a lot of them have the vans. A lot of people have vans or like yeah. the, the buses that do. And yeah. that's why there's extra room beside there so that the ramps can come out or you need space. You really need space to get out sometimes. So Absolutely. And this person, I feel, really did need it because it was icy. Mm-hmm. They say it's winter, it's icy, and I'm on crutches. Now, I've been on crutches. Thankfully, it was not icy at the time. And it was difficult enough. I could not imagine being on crutches with it being icy outside. Oh, like, I can't I would... stand crutches. I remember when I yeah. had my foot broken. I got yes. the walking cast and I just went with it. I couldn't. I They hurt. They hurt my armpits. I'm like, I'm not doing they, this. They hurt your armpits. <laughs> they hurt your thumbs. Everything about them is uncomfortable. But I couldn't have. So I had knee surgery when I was a teenager. I was in 10th grade. I don't know if I ever really talked about it. Um, Dave loves it because I have those weird little X scars on my knee. Oh, yeah. And to this day, if you scratch one of them, it shoots like I feel it all the way through my knee and coming out the other side. It feels like you're sticking something through my knee. Oh, my gosh. it doesn't hurt. It just feels weird. And Dave will love to sit there when I'm like you're watching TV or something and I'm kind of a jerk and put my oh, feet no. up on his lap because it's comfy. And he'll just start scratching that scar and oh, making me want to kick it. Dave. Right? So I had an immobilizer from mid-thigh to ankle oh. for about two months it took a long time to heal from that because i had to take all the cartilage out of my knee wow and yeah i was on crutches i didn't have a walking cast as an option because it was big area of my knee and it was a nightmare to and then i had to stay on the crutches because you have to slowly retrain your leg after that kind of a surgery i was on crutches for probably six months Gross. Thankfully, right? I got really lucky. It was not icy. So I couldn't imagine. And then to have somebody treat you that way? Yeah, it's rude. It's totally rude. Like, I don't know. Definitely he should not be interacting with the public. It at least it had a happy ending. And this next story, this is from Ray, who is my dad. So (laughs) it's a little quick one, but it's quite cute. Um so I'll, I'll read it so we can ignore that jerk of a driver. Yes. So it starts, during the war, while working at de Havilland's aircraft factory, my mum and dad went to a company Christmas dance. Mum, who newly had a full set of false teeth fitted, spotted her friend Eileen on the dance floor. Without thinking, and having just bitten into a stick of celery, she took the celery out of her mouth and called... Yoo-hoo, Eileen. And the teeth and celery <laughs> went flying. <laughs> oh, they spent a good 10 minutes on their knees, dodging dancers, finding the teeth. Luckily, <laughs> although kicked around some, the teeth were still salvageable. 
Now, really, that yoo-hoo should have been in a Scottish accent, but I didn't want to try it today because, you know, when (laughs) I always end up slipping into accents, it's kind of just fun, weird, whatever. But uh, (laughs) with that, to do it on command, it would have been just butchered. It would not have been good. No. No. Oh, no, I can accidentally slip into an accent if I'm trying to mimic somebody, but I can't intentionally slip into an accent. But that is fantastic. I, yeah, that's a cute one. That's a cute. I like that one. I remember a lot of times people's teeth like coming loose, like my grandma and my aunt, their teeth weren't fitted very well, but I never got anything like that. That would have been like, I would have been dying. I'm sorry. I would have been on the floor not looking for the teeth, but just dying. I would have been on the floor laughing. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that was pretty cute. Oh, I like that one. Thanks, Ray. I'm going to remember that for a while. I'm sure he will have more entertaining stories because he always has great stories, he says. So he he does. He does. So your last one, I think it's from a message board as well, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. We'll go all right. up in it. It's kind of a long one, so here we go. Okay. I have been trying to reduce my expenses lately, and I decided to cancel my subscription to a weekly magazine. They have increased their price twice in the last two years, and now it costs over 50% more. Besides, it's a hefty weekly magazine that covers international, political, and economic development. And with a small toddler at home and a full-time job, I simply never have time to read it properly. So I log into my account and I realize that cancellation is the only action that I cannot do by myself. I'm forced to contact the customer support, so I opt for the live chat function. So agents, hello, how can I help you? Me. I would like to cancel my subscription, please. I know I still have a few weeks covered by my quarterly prepayment, and I'm happy to just stop my subscription after that. Agent, I'm sorry to hear you want to cancel. May I ask what the reason is? Me. Well, it's both the cost increase and the fact that I never have time to read it with a small child at home. So the agent, I see. How about I offer you a great deal? I can offer you a yearly subscription for 30% off, effective next quarter, but you would have to pay the reduced yearly fee in one go. Me, well, I'm looking to cut costs right now, not pay an additional chunk of money, even if it turns out to be cheaper through the year. Please just cancel. (laughs) The agent, what if I offer you a yearly subscription for half off? Then the prepayment right now would be much smaller. Me, no thank you. It's not just the money. I hope to be able to return as a customer when my circumstances change for the better again, but I don't know when that will be. Agent, okay, I understand. How about I do this for you? I will apply a discount to the running quarter that you prepaid and refund you the difference. This way you can enjoy the rest of the subscription and save money. Me, really? Wow, that's an amazing offer. Thank you. Agent, great, that's done. You will receive your refund within the next three to five business days. Me, just to be sure my subscription will stop once the prepaid quarter has finished. Agent, oh no, you see I'm only allowed to do one action per chat. I've already applied the discount, so you'll need to contact us again and request the cancellation. Right? Not a cute look. No, not a cute look at all. (laughs) Me, wait, what? You never told me that by accepting the refund I can't cancel anymore. Agent, sorry for the misunderstanding. There's nothing I can do now but enjoy your refund. 
Me, hmm. please transfer me to your supervisor right away. Agent, fine, I will cancel the refund and I will cancel the subscription. Me, and I would like a transcript of this chat, please. Agent, you can download it yourself. Wow. He then abruptly disconnected the chat. I downloaded the transcript and received email confirmations about the refund, the cancellation of the refund, and the subscription cancellation. I also received an email asking me to rate their customer service, Ooh. and I left a very honest review attaching the transcript. Wow. Ouch. I I'm really glad didn't. They got to. Right? He says, he finishes with, I really did intend to return as a customer, even for full price in a couple of years, but now I'm left with a dirty feeling that the agent attempted to trick me into forgetting the next quarterly prepayment, which is pulled from my account automatically. I removed my card details from my account just in case. Smart move. Very smart move. That's, uh, yeah, that doesn't feel right at all. No, not at all. And it's sad because that happens a lot. Like even like with car, car payments or well, not payments, but when you're looking for a car, we had that mm -hmm. happen just recently. We said, okay, well, this is the max we can do. And they're like, okay. And then the next thing you know, they're showing cars that are like 50 to a hundred dollars more a month. We're like, we yeah. cannot do that. Did you understand? And yeah you know, they find one and they're like, oh, you should do this. And it's way over. So we're like, no, can't do it. If it was this price, we could do it. No, we can't get it down to that. And then they kept bringing it down and down and down. And then they're like, yeah. well, if you can, we'll do it for the price that you wanted. So we didn't do it. We're so ticked because they should have started yeah. with that. And they said, oh, there's yeah. no other cars available. None available. The next day they're sending more cars that are available yeah. and a little cheaper. So we just didn't do it because it was, like this guy said, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I don't trust them. No, it's not and after subscriptions that. online are bad for that too. They're usually easier yeah. to cancel, but yeah, they they are. No, we've had issues um, with car salesmen too when we were first buying our second car because when we first got married, we obviously just shared a car. But then when we bought that house and we moved out to the middle of nowhere, there was no <laughs> transit yet. Yes, so, it was new. Yes, it was very new. So we were buying that second car. And the dealership that we went to, we found, like, we did a little bit of research first. So we went to a dealership. We're like, I like this car. And I was wondering, you know, do you have any? They were on a really good sale because they were not going to be making that body style anymore. Hmm. And so the dealership didn't have one directly, but they're like, well, one of our, our partner dealerships does, we can get it transferred in. Now this happened to be Dave's birthday and it was many, many years ago, as you know, it was Dave's birthday. And we kept telling the guy, we're like, well, this is our limit. This is our time constraint today. Like we have, it's his birthday. We have a family function plan that we have to be at. We have to yeah, leave that's by right, this time. Do. Right. <laughs> And, uh, well, we were, we were going to that buffet and we can't leave your dad at a buffet. Like you've got to be on time. We all know this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ray. I'm just playing. I love you. <laughs> anyway, so long story short, he keeps coming up with other options and I'm like, well, yeah, that sounds great. Will it work in our budget? Was my response every time. And every time he said, yeah, yeah, it'll work in your budget. And so we get to the end of it. 
And we've been there for hours and we're in his office and we kept telling him like, we've got to go. We've got to go. We're running late. We've got to go. And so he starts showing us the final numbers and he's like 70, $80 a pay, a period, like a payment over our limit. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, you wanted all these options. I said, I told you if they'd fit in the budget, then yes. Otherwise, no. Well, this is the only one available. This is the only one. It has all of these options available. This is the mm. only one you can get. Sounds like, all right, then I'm going to walk away. So he then calls in the sales manager to stop the deal from tanking. And the sales manager made the mistake of coming in and standing in the door of a very oh. small office. Mm-mm. He stood in the door and I absolutely lost it. I'm like, now you're, now I feel trapped. I said, now you're trapped because, well, we're not trapping you. I'm like, you are literally standing between me and the exit. You are trapping me in this office. We're late. Like I lost it. I went up one side of him, down the other. I'm like, you're not even listening to our side. You're only listening to your salesman who's worried about the deal. And you're telling about all the time he put into it. What about my time? You know, you've had us sitting here on his birthday. We're now late. His dad is calling several times. Like, where are you guys? What's going on? Like, we have to go. I remember this. Right? So we finally threatened him. I'm like, do I have to call his dad and have his dad come get us out of this? Because we were very young at the time. And they thought they could just push us around. I'm like, I will sick daddy on you as soon as I'm like, (laughs) do I have to call dad? completely different story he stepped out of the door i'm like this is this is over the top so yeah those sales tactics they can be brutal yeah that's not good no not good no and there are really good salespeople out there that will look out for you but i've just met a bunch that don't (laughs) yeah well and i've i've worked in car dealerships so i have to say that most of them they do actually care. They are actually trying to build a relationship with you because their business is not about one and done. They want your they want you coming back. So mm-hmm. most of them it, it may feel like they don't care and some of them don't care. Some of them are just in it for the quick sale and they're done. But most of the car dealerships they really honestly want you to come back. Um, And those salesmen, they want to build a relationship with you directly because they bounce from dealer to dealer a lot of times and they want you coming to them wherever they are. So they really do. They do care. Um, But sometimes, like I said, you just, you get the ones that they see somebody they think is an easy mark and they try to push and it's unfortunate, but it happens. It happens in every industry. That's unfortunate. So definitely. <laughs> speaking of not wanting to keep my dad um, waiting. waiting at a buffet <laughs> because that's where we're going for lunch. Oh, that's I gotta fantastic. wrap this up. I'm sorry. It's all right. well, I don't want to keep Rosie waiting either. But um, you well, know. no, I know. I understand completely. That was quite the good segue, actually. I thought, oh. That reminds me, I, um, we should probably wrap this up. (laughs) Probably definitely don't want to keep them waiting. No. All right. Well, tell them I miss them and, and hug them for me. Make sure they know that, uh, as I say it in jest, I love them. Of course. I will warn them. (laughs) (laughs) 
I will warn them. Right. And I, I should right. say, you know, I'm. Sh- this will come out later, but happy anniversary, baby. I can't wait for him to come home. So it, it, he'll be home soon, but not soon enough. Happy anyway. anniversary. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. As I'm and- just like all about me. <laughs> right. Hey, it's, it's your day. Absolutely. Right. It's all Jasper about you. Jasper doesn't agree. He's remember it's pug day too. So. Yeah, well, okay, fine. You have to share yeah. the spotlight with your pug. He is he do. is awfully dramatic. So All right. So thanks again to everybody who yes. listened and a special thank you to everybody who's sending in their stories. Please keep them coming to the IWCCT podcast at gmail.com. And remember we are on Facebook at If Water Coolers Could Talk and on Instagram at IWCCT Podcast. So come on, reach out to us, keep the conversations going, keep those stories coming in because we love you and we love hearing from you. Oh, yeah. they make, they're just, it feels so nice when you guys are sharing your stories and they are so entertaining. So we're, oh, thank, yes. you, thank you, thank you. And thank you Such everybody who's given us a chance and who are listening. And there's been a lot of compliments and positive feedback from people we know. So it, it means a lot. It's very supportive. So we love it because we're having a great time doing this and we want to keep doing this, but we need your stories, please. Yep. <laughs> if you like hearing us, you have to give us stuff to talk about. That's right. Because you don't really want to listen to us just ramble on. I mean, it sure. happens anyway, but. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't give us more to talk about, you're going to hear more about our cats, which mm. I don't mind. I'll talk about my cats all day long. I mean, it's not a cat podcast, but it could be. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> it could be real quick oh, with gosh. us it's true okay right. well i guess we'll see you your next buffet. week oh, oh yes <laughs> of course i will i probably won't feel it afterwards though and i'm yes. going to book launch right after for my friend Alyssa from junior high so um hopefully there's not too many treats there because i will be rolling home it's not gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> well you have a great day yes and uh For sure. We will see you next week around the water cooler. Thanks. Stay hydrated, my friends. (laughs) Oh, you bet. I will today. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.